Comic Geeks, a podcast covering movies, TV, comic books, video games, and everything in between. So geeky. All right. Welcome to another thrilling episode of the Atomic Geeks. I am your host this week, Michael DiGiovanni, and I am drinking a Liberty Ale in Toronto. Now let's see who else is around the campfire. Hey, Mike, you've got Andrew Bloom in London. Uh, once again, not drinking beer. I didn't get a chance to pick any up today, so I'm downing a delicious Diet Coke. <laughs> Hi, it's uh, Christian uh, in his basement in Oakville, and I'm, cold, I'm holding a cold can of Yankee Jim Genuine Draft. Oh, God. <laughs> what? what is that? What, what is Yankee, Yankee Jim? Jim? Yankee Jim Genuine Draft. Uh, Made by Big Hole Brewing Company in Utica, New York. <laughs> Delicious. Sounds like it. And uh, Mike Downs here uh, coming at you from Halifax. Uh, I'm hopped up on goofballs because I am sick as a dog. So wait a minute, Downs. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. You're actually not drinking a beer this week. I actually do have one beer. It's the first beer I've had in a couple of days, but I'm not. I haven't been drinking for a couple hours before we started broadcasting. <laughs> With a straw, are you drinking it? Yes, it's going quite slow. Phew! I was getting a little worried there. I thought I thought we were actually having sober Mike Downs for a moment here. No, no. Well, kind of, it'll be different. It'll be interesting because I am I am medicated. I've been on pills for a couple of days, so. Uh, who knows what could happen with the beer here? We could have a whole crazy uh, freakout or something. Well, I guess that Ben Allen didn't do anything for you last week, then, eh? No, it's been it's. I don't know about you guys, but it's a hell winter down here. The kids are sick. Uh, my boys, the wife's been sick. Cold's just on and on and on. And now it's really got me. It's really sucks. Well, I hear beer helps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Eases the pain. Eases the pain. Yeah. Sweet, sweet liquor. Okay, and now the topic this week. It's a little thing we call desert island, as in you are lost on a desert island and you can only bring five of your favorite items there. Now, the item for this conversation today is websites. So let's just assume we have a computer that runs on coconuts on this island and we can only access five websites. But there is a rule, okay? I'm just setting a caveat that, but for all the guys here. It is assumed that we all love Google and we all use search engines. So for this conversation, none of our favorite websites can be a search engine. Because also that would create a little bit of a paradox because, you know, we're basically saying we only, ha we only have five websites, but then we'd be using a search engine that could link us to hundreds of other websites. So... The last thing we really want is an island with a paradox, especially with these three guys here because they'd probably lose their shit. <laughs> so does that? So we've set the ground rules. I th we understand what we're going to talk about. Why don't we start with Mike Downs? Downs, why don't you start us off with one of your favorite websites? Okay, so I, I took this kind of quite literally. I imagined myself on lost if you will um and like a computer that was solar powered maybe um <laughs> and i was like okay so what maybe what will happen is there's only so much ram that after five pages it'll shut down 
Maybe I'm a whatever you want to call that. But so I was Nerd. quite literal. And and the other th- the other rule I gave, and this isn't on my list. Um, we can say it is though, just for the sake of getting getting through it. But I, I also made another rule to myself, which was you can't. There's no there's no way you can't communicate. In today's day and age, say Twitter, if that was one of your sites, or what I wrote down was Facebook. Like I'd be going, "Help, motherfuckers, get me off the island!" You know what I mean? But <laughs> that doesn't quite work. But then, so the interesting thing, the reason I wanted to talk about this was Castaway was just on. I just thought, imagine though, even if it was only one-way communication, you could only read it because you know, buddies. Uh, wife gets remarried he's on this island for like five years right i'm like how much would that suck if you're stuck on this island watching your life go on without you so what you're saying is tom hanks and castaway would be able to log on to facebook and see his wife's profile that would say she's now in another relationship yeah exactly First of all, go from married, then from married to single, and right. then from single to in a relationship. Yes, that Heidi, would suck. Heidi is now in a relationship with Ben. No! <laughs> well, I mean, I'll tell you, the, the, day, the day her status went from married to single, I mean, Wilson must have got booted around that island, like, for hours. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and the, the best part the- is, is that she, he can look at all the wedding photos. <laughs> <laughs> But can he comment on them? That's the question. Can he comment? On no way. One-way communication only. Okay. See, this throws out this, – this, sorry to cut you off, Downs, but this throws out my whole concept because I assumed, looking at websites, that it was – so I took it a little more liberal than you did um, because I didn't want to be searching, like, howtocookcoconuts.com. But I, I put in websites that I use, like five essential websites because some of these require – me being in a city or, or where I am today. So, and I think that's, I think you have the right idea, Bloom. It's that we are, in essence, we're just giving our fate, our top five favorite websites, but we're using that famous, uh, little analogy of your desert island top five. But well, Downs does bring up a, uh, rather humorous point. <laughs> no, and, and realistically, um, my, my, I've got favorites here, but Facebook is one of those. I mean, I, how I, classed my favorites were websites i'm on all the time and, and would I, I could not live without and i was like well facebook and arguably i would think you guys would agree we're all on there a couple times a day and i was like but really i can't say facebook because you know just because it doesn't work in this uh scenario so let me uh let me just well let, let's move on to someone else maybe go over to andrew and then we'll come back around our, and we'll actually our say whole facebook group would fall apart <laughs> um okay not, not, not. I, I, I did the same thing. Downs like I had Facebook, and this kind of, kind of made my outside of my top five list because I had written a few down, and Facebook was on there, and same type of thing. I didn't want to include it in my in my desert island top five, but if I can uh, start, and these are not in particular order. This is not my number one favorite, but one of my top five has to be Apple dot com. Now, this isn't because I own a Mac, but that is part of it because I can go on and get updates and, and crap like that. But that's where I always go to watch movie trailers. Now I thought if I am going to be sitting on a desert Island, um, so to speak, or if I can only access certain websites, I'm going to want to see the latest trailers. That's the best place for me to go and see them. So that's where I would, uh, I'd have to have apple.com for sure. So again, you would be like, "Here's some movies I'm never gonna see because I'm stuck on this island." But wait, but wait, it ties in because another one on my—I don't want to skip ahead—but I have a BitTorrent site in there as well. So now I could watch the trailers and then illegally download them to oh. my 
to my desert island. Gentlemen, I think you're taking this whole conversation a little too literal. Now, We're I not made, actually on an island. You're still in Halifax, Mike. I made headphones from these coconuts I found. Now, we should, why didn't we just call this topic our five favorite websites? That's not as much fun. Yeah, I think it's funnier this way. <laughs> and so and so imagine like you're sitting on this desert island all, and all of a sudden the motion picture police come along and they bust you for downloading movies illegally. They don't rescue like, Take you. Me with you man. <laughs> yeah, they just they sl- slap a fine and leave me on the island. <laughs> I you mean I'm wearing a grass skirt for nothing tonight? Like I got this thing made especially but anyways, that's my my first website, apple.com. I think it's a great site to go and look at at, at trailers for sure. Okay, so uh Christian, why don't you give us your first? Uh, okay, uh, one of the, one of the sites that I pretty much is a ritual for me to go to uh, every morning is uh, comics dot com. Um, based on the name alone, you might automatically assume it has something to do with the superheroes or the Marvel or DC comics, but it's actually what it is. It's a site uh, that basically has the uh, daily newspaper newspaper strips. Oh, that you can okay. Act- that you can access online. I mean, I don't really buy the newspaper anymore. I, mean, I get my news from the radio and from obviously websites. But I, ever since I was a kid, I always uh, read the newspaper comic strips, you know, from top to bottom. And now, uh, now the only way I can access them is online. So I have a, a list of specific comic strips that I read every morning before I start my day. Is Garfield still going? Because that, yeah. that that became horrible. He doesn't draw it anymore, but he does, it's, still, it's still going. What do you mean it became horrible? That was never actually good. We just well, you remember it as a child, but the, that's, the that could be it. But when I was a kid, I can remember reading those books and laughing at some of the uh, at some of them because they were funny. I was six, but they were funny. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, Garfield did not hold up as we as we got older. I think it was cute for children, but I mean, I, I don't think there was a particular glory time for Garfield. <laughs> Especially not the movie that came out. Oh, I was going to say. Was that Bill Murray in that one? Bill Murray, yeah. yeah. Bill. And Jennifer Love Hewitt. I could just never grasp the concept of a cat that could eat lasagna. <laughs> that was way too out there for you, Christian. That's, too, that's, a, that's a bit too crazy. That's, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> yeah, I, I could just never watch a movie without actually seeing Jennifer Love Hewitt in it because what's the point of having her acting without being able to look at her? <laughs> no, she technically was in it, though. She I was didn't. one of the human foils to Garfield. Oh, oh, I oh, no, I didn't see the movie. I, I just, the reason I know this is I actually went on uh, vacation a few years ago, and one of the guys that I was on vacation with, it came out – we were sharing a room with a couple guys, and it came out that he had this – huge affinity for the Garfield movies and they were airing it on one of the movie networks down there. He watched it four times the the week we were down there. So it was on in our room like at all friggin' time. So I saw that Jennifer Love Hewitt and I can't remember who the other guy was in it. Uh, he's one of the guys that works with Robot Chicken with uh, Seth Green. Oh, he was on that movie Rat Race. The, he was a kind of a, he has a big nose kid. Yeah, what's his name? I can't oh, think yeah, of it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, boy, oh boy! Someone just look it up while I'm someone jump. Someone jump online and figure that out. So, Christian, uh, uh, so what are some of these uh, comic strips that you've been super loyal to all your life? All my life? Uh, uh, well, I mean, the, the basically the ones. The, the, like, do you want me to go go over them in order? Well, I mean, just what are the, some of the ones that you're going to comics.com to check out? Like, uh, well, Dilbert for one. Dilbert's one. Uh, 
Let's see here. Nine Chickweed, Nine Chickweed Lane, <laughs> Arlo and, J- and Janice. These are all weird because I'm not even sure you guys know any of these ones. I was going to say, I'm with the exception of Dilbert, none of these are uh, Dilbert. Uh, Get Fuzzy, that's pretty popular. Yes, it is Breckenmeyer. You're correct. Sorry. Uh, Luann, uh, Monty. Christian <laughs> uh, doesn't even pause for a moment to recognize Breckenmeyer. Can't yeah. hear anything talking Pearl, comics. Pearls before swine. Uh, and uh, the meaning of Lila. And they, they, they change every now and then. One gets a bit stale. I'll like, oh, forget. I'll, I'll try something different. Like there's a whole selection to choose from. They, these comics, on top of all of the like, about there's about ten or fifteen web comics. I actually uh, uh, keep track of as well. But these are the the ones that you're talking about here. These are technically ones that are in print, and yes. then they're just getting put on a website each day. Exactly. It's essentially, I guess it's the newspaper publisher's website that essentially compiles them all together into one location. Oh. I got to say, I was never a big uh, into the comic strips. I mean, I, I, I'm trying to think if there was any that I even ever appreciated. I don't think there was. I used to read Spider-Man in the newspaper comic strips. I used to have it in the Toronto Star. And that was one of the main reasons why I actually read the, the, the uh, newspaper strips was because Spider-Man was in there. And, uh, and that just basically grew from there. Back in 1906 when they had <laughs> Spider-Man in <laughs> There's nothing like an action scene spread out over two weeks and three panels. <laughs> Those stories were so in-depth, they kept you nailed to your seat. Finally, but- Saturday, Spider-Man punches the scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> but no uh, family uh, circus on your list or Hagar the Horrible? Come on. <laughs> Aren't those, actually, those- this, actually, this site doesn't have a Hagar the Horrible or a family circus. Oh. No Andy Cap? Yeah, come actually, on. it does have Andy Cap. <laughs> I would have figured you for an Andy Cap fan. Yes, not me. Anything happen in that comic book or that comic? Well, well here, here, I've got it up right now. Let's find out. Let's see. Andy Cap's wife is running home in the rain from work, and then all of a sudden she walks in the house and she's all wet. And then Andy Cap says, "Ah, you're home. Dinner's all ready, pet." And then Andy Cap says in the last panel, you just have to collect it at the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> oh, Andy Cap. Wasn't he basically – Didn't wasn't Andy Cap just a wife-beating drunk? Isn't that what he kind of was? Wasn't that his bit? <laughs> Apparently in the early days he was. And he always fought in a big, big cloud with lightning bolts around it and fists yes. popping out of random areas in the cloud. Right. <laughs> So, Downs, okay, let's hear what your first legitimate uh, uh, top five website. Sure, okay. So, uh, um, and yeah, this is one that I go to every day, a couple times a day. It's called Geekology. Anybody uh, been to it? No. No? Uh, So, it's a blog, um, but basically it compiles geeky interests from around the web. And um, what I like about it is the writer, um, who's just this... um, just referred to as the geekology writer, nameless, kind of sexless, but smart ass, um, you know, and uh, it's just things that we were, we would all be into. Like the, someone might send in um, pictures of a bunch of geeky cakes. They had pictures from the New York comic con, a bunch of, uh, they call it, <laughs> they call it cosplay, right? Costume play, which I love seeing people dressed up from comic cons. Um, they had this one guy sent these pictures. He had his uh, Xbox original console or 360 died and he had every other console that he had and all these action figures for like Halo and stuff and had a funeral for his console. And this was like played out over like 10, 
photos and it was like totally crazy and i'm just i'm i'm kind of amazed at the stuff that is out there on the web and this place it's called, uh, their tagline is called geekology gadgets gizmos and awesome and it just it compiles all this really really geeky cool ass shit so wait so this is uh, are, do you uh is it user generated or is it always just the proprietor of the website that's posting all of this stuff um people send stuff into the geekology writer it's it's owned uh it's part of the um uh like the so freaking cool and um i watch stuff and the superficial there's a bunch there's like a bunch of different um entities and like this is the kind of geeky one there's kind of a movie one there's kind of a uh, a girly one, you know what I mean? So freaking cool is another one. So like they'll have videos. And so sometimes the content might just come from another one of those. I, I assume they have these people out there looking for content, but oftentimes too, it's just, um, you know, someone sends something in and says, Hey, so there's one, I'm, I'm at here now. And this guy sent in a picture of his tattoo. Uh, he has Darth Vader, a huge tattoo on his arm, but uh, Darth Vader has cut off George Lucas's head because the guy hated the first three movies. <laughs> and so, oh. you know, so it's just, it's just geeky, cool, you know, it's good time wasters. You know what I mean? And there's like seven to eight on the homepage. I go enough that, if I if I go two three times a day, there's maybe one or two new. If I don't go for a day, there's maybe four quick news items that I can read about. Some what's this thing here? Digging is fun. Backyard toy time capsule. So there's just all kinds of geeky, you know, cool shit. There, anytime there's a good movie trailer that comes out, like the Super Bowl spots were all here, the GI Joe one stuff like that. I, I have to say one thing down. So I'm, I'm looking at the site right now, and DJ, you're probably gonna want to bookmark it. They have a. G4's Olivia Munn jumping into chocolate pie with French maid outfit on. I've already seen that, actually. <laughs> that is a good day. Chocolate pie. <laughs> That's actually, that sounds actually pretty cool, Downs. I've, you know, I'm aware of the, um, w- the other sites that are in that little network, like the iWatch stuff and the Superficial, but I, was, I didn't know about Geekology. And, I mean, it sounds pretty cool. It sounds kind of... Up all three of our – or all four of our alleys, that's for sure. Totally. <laughs> Actually, another quick story about this. Uh, so one uh, – a couple weeks ago, they had this um, tutorial, how to hack um, highway signs on the side of the road, you know, when, like, there's construction. And oh, it was Jesus. like – yeah, and it was like, uh, you know, some geeks in it, and it's like, here, here's what you do. Most of these things, the password's never been reset, so here's what it probably is. You just need to break into the control panel and then program it. And they had a picture of someone saying, zombies ahead, look out, zombies, two miles, right? And I'm like, that's pretty hilarious. If I ever see one of those, I might try and hack it. And so – you know, a, a week goes by, and then I'm back on there, and it says, of course, now – and, like, the, the writer's making fun of it. He goes, now there's zombies everywhere, and two more people have taken the instructions and hacked these signs. Well, that night I'm watching TV, and I'm, I'm on an American channel, and in Boston they're, they're showing a news clip about these signs that say zombies ahead. And, like, they're – and I was like, that is hilarious. You know what I mean? Like, I saw where that came from. You know what I mean? And I saw it po- – I'm like, that was pretty cool. Oh, the viral power of the internet. I love the interweb. <laughs> no, I, I want to go back to one of the things that you just said, though. So they post pictures of, like, con costumes. Yes, I love those. <laughs> I love that shit, too. I always remember that from, uh, like, Wizard Magazine that uh, I know Christian and, and Mike are aware of what this is. But this is, like, the comic book magazine. Uh, and they'd always have, like, the pages. Uh, they'd have, like, that monthly section on... What was it like? The Halloween costumes where people would Halloween, dress? yeah. The costume contest used to have, yeah. Oh yeah. man, those were for some people go like all 
fucking out with this shit, eh? It's not like they're just dre- – like they're not full on j- just like Batman. They have like full utility belts. They have like grappling hooks and stuff like that. They've actually made their garage look like the, you know, the friggin' bat cave and it's unbelievable. If I only had that much time on my hands for crying out loud. <laughs> well, the, the thing I find funny is how every time you, I look at these pictures, I'm like, holy cow, there's someone dressed up as – Another kind of obscure character that I've enjoyed, but I would never – if I was going to dress up, that wouldn't be one of the ones I would say. But it just blows me away that – I mean there's just – that's the diversity of interest out there that like some guy will dress up as Halo, you know what I mean, and have, you know, whatever is commander-in-chief, uh, you know, the whole outfit. And I'm like, you know, if that guy has a wife, she is like – wondering why she has to use a toy at night in her bedroom it's because her husband is down in the garage <laughs> building a master chief costume did you did you, didn't you see that on the internet with how that one dude and his wife had a halo wedding and they were married by a guy in a master chief costume yes. shut up yep <laughs> someone crazy. someone beat it to a uh, beat us to it huh <laughs> that's right Jesus why don't i think of that damn it, damn it. I have to do the Star Wars wedding. It'll have to be the Princess Leia. Uh, Danish is on the side of her head. <laughs> and then we'll, so we'll and will everyone give you medals? And then you guys will turn around at the end. DJ, you're dressing up as Chewbacca. <laughs> My mask I'm, is not movie quality. I'm just trying to picture Andrew dressing up as Princess Leia for his wedding. Yes, I would look lovely. <laughs> All right, so I guess I'll uh, give you guys one of mine. Uh, this uh, and this obviously is in no particular order, but one of my uh, favorite and uh, daily visits of a website is funnyordie.com. This is the uh, kind of the online sort of sketch comedy website that was created by Will Ferrell and his writing partner, Adam McKay, who's directed uh, a few of his movies like Anchorman and whatnot. Uh, this is an absolutely awesome website uh if you guys have not gone to it i'm everyone's you guys are all aware of this site are you not yeah yeah so i mean this is an amazing site the con the the actual the concept of it is fantastic in the sense that i'd read a story that will will ferrell had gone on youtube and he was just amazed at how much uh shit and non-funny stuff was actually posted on it. There was like sort of like no one, no governing board to determine what could be posted. So they decided, you know what, we're going to create a website and the only uh, stuff that's going to be posted is going to be funny and it's going to have to basically be cleared by uh, like a panel, which actually I believe includes or at the originally it included uh, Will Ferrell, Adam McKay. I think Judd Apatow is on it as well. So you've got like these uh, – obviously mainstays and bigwigs obviously in the comedy uh, world and then now it's sort of uh, it's grown uh, to include a lot of other if you go on it there's a lot of other content now by you see people like uh, I know Jack Black does quite a bit of stuff John uh, C. Riley's on it all the time uh, you know they've got Michael Sarah. you name it Paris Hilton has done shit I can't believe I'm using her in that same <laughs> list but it's it's really become uh, like where people are using this as a platform to test out uh, new new characters and uh, a sort of an outlet for people to get sketch comedy out there where there isn't so much of it maybe on air, uh, on broadcast, I should say, right now. I mean, and they've done some fucking classic uh, sketches on this uh, on this website already. Obviously, a lot of people saw uh, Will Ferrell's. What was that one The uh, with his daughter? The Landlord? 
Yeah, the landlord. Uh, that I Where's mean, my money? Yeah. I think that was actually the first site or a first video that they posted, if I'm not mistaken. But now they've actually have you got they've done a lot of funny stuff on it now. Like if you go on it, you could spend hours on it. Uh, and I mean, I'm a, a huge, huge sketch comedy fan. Like I've always been. Uh, but and I find right now there's actually we're kind of in a bleak period in terms of actually on television for sketch comedy. Actually, to be honest, I don't think there's really. Outside of Saturday Night Live, which is a mainstay, I is don't. Is Mad think... TV still on the air? No, I think Mad TV has actually finally been canceled or ended. Yeah, okay, I was going to say. Not that I ever That's... watched it anyway. No, I yes. never, I never watched uh, Mad TV. I could never get into that. In the beginning of the, the, the beginning, of that show was okay, but then it just became just rat shit. Yeah, you know what was... they did really well was the. Uh, I remember uh, earlier they did like really good spoofs of. Like the Rankin and Bass uh, yeah. animated stuff. Remember they did like a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer as if it was directed by Martin Scorsese? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that hilarious. stuff was good. But I never got into Mad TV. I never – like I thought – I always thought it was pretty uh, like Poor Man Saturday Night Live a little bit. Yes, exactly. I'm just thinking of Mad TV because I remember that one you're talking about like the Godfather meets uh, – uh, Rudolph, but they also had like the Gumby cops episode, which was pretty, I think, legendary at the time. You know what I mean? Gumby's all all drunk and being chased by cops and stuff. But you're right; I think it went downhill pretty quickly. But I mean, Will Sasso was on that. He was pretty funny guy. Well, well Jim the, Jim Carrey was on that originally. No, Jim no. Carrey was on uh, in Living Color. Oh, same difference. Uh, Not poor man's uh, <laughs> Saturday Night Live. I, I don't know what though. I I liked in Living Color. So did I. I for for. But once again, I think the problem within Living Color is what they did was, one, they were kind of limited to that they were only a half an hour format, which was really hard to do. And secondly, they killed their characters. They did the same oh, character yeah. every fucking every week. week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That because they had that Homie the Clown, which was funny the first, like, 12 times. And then it was like every, <laughs> you know, every episode was this Homie the Clown guy. And when, same yeah. with the, I mean, Jim Carrey had a lot of good characters. The other thing is they, they lost a lot of their, their cast as they started to go, as they started to go in popularity. Well, I mean, too, Jim right? Carrey leaving was a big friggin' blow to them to begin with, right? Yeah, yeah. And as the show progressed, all they did was they basically somehow Mrs. Wayans just had more children and they just kept adding them to the show. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, there's a Shaniqua Wayans now? Like, how, what? <laughs> like, how many kids did this woman have, man? Like there was so many friggin' kids in that family. But uh, my favorite ever sketch comedy show is Mister Show. I I love that. That was that was I think bar none the best ever. The whole and, concept of that show was just friggin' brilliant because it's like it was like a stream of consciousness, so to speak. Like one sketch always blended into the the next sketch and the next sketch. Yeah, that was so cool. It was it was done so smartly, but. Didn't they also have a, a no repeat characters clause type of thing? They, you know, they, I think they originally were going to do that, but they had a few times. They had that a band three times one minus one who actually <laughs> would show up a couple times. But you're right. They didn't have like reoccurring characters like uh, – like for once again to go back to In, Liv- uh, In Living Color, they did those men on film. Remember that character, men on film, which was to like to echo what Down said – was funny, 
But when they did it 77 times, it just, it, you know, they kind of drove it right into the ground. But yeah, Mr. Show didn't fall into that trap, but it was also very clever. And it was also on HBO, which got, which gave it the ability to be a little bit more crude and deal with subject matter like drugs and, you know, I mean, and they could swear. So it actually kind of made it a bit funnier and they could go a bit farther with the comedy. But, uh, my my point was uh, actually uh, I don't know Bob Odenkirk has actually shown up on funnierdie dot com. He's actually recently posted uh, a video which is quite funny. He's uh, it's basically a documentary of him being a uh, Craigslist penis photographer. <laughs> <laughs> So he's a guy that actually uh, takes pictures of people's penises to make it look like they just took it of uh, the picture themselves, <laughs> and it shows them going in. It's it's pretty funny actually. So if you haven't seen that, take a look at it. But Bob Odenkirk, it's a shame because he hasn't done a heck of a lot uh, since Mister Show, where David Cross has. I mean, David Cross was on uh, Arrested Alvin. Development, so like he's gotten to do Alvin, quite a bit. Alvin more. and the Chipmunks. What? It was in Alvin and the Chipmunks. David Cross was in Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, he was the evil agent. How do you know this? Because I saw the movie Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hey, back it's up. Christmas, it's, it's Christmas time, and the wife says, hey, i like to watch this movie. And I'm like, well, okay. Well, oh. Why not? Okay, then. No, so yeah, Funny or Die, a uh, great website. If you haven't taken a look at it, uh, take a look. So, Bloom, uh, Bloom, why don't we go back to you? What's your next one? Well, I kind of mentioned it before. It ties into my first one um, a little bit. Um, Mininova.org is a, a site that I go to a lot for BitTorrent. Not that I download things ever. Uh, wink, wink. Um, but if I miss a show during the week or uh, want to – grab something i use it mostly for that like say my pvr which has been acting up recently doesn't tape a show i go on to Minnova, i find the episode that i'm missing i download it so that's why it would tie into my whole watching the trailers on the desert island which i'll never watch and then going to mininova.org and then being able to get them if i want to see it you know it's funny how you you just mentioned you're like wink wink you know Let's be honest. Who is not doing this? Like, who the heck is not? Who are we hiding from? Like probably, at this point, probably that guy who actually writes the FBI warning on the front of those videotapes. He he might not. Just that one guy. <laughs> well, and I mean, you know, like real realistically, this is probably a whole other conversation. But I mean, yeah, this is basically the problem with the with the the, the man, if you will. They, they just don't understand how pervasive this is. You know, I mean. Especially for kids, the kids nowadays, they're not going to stop downloading, you know, like even if you guilt us 35 year old guys in with a threat of prison or fines or whatever, you're not going to stop a 16 year old kid from downloading stuff. It's just it's just not realistic. Right. Right. And they're going to People are going to find a way to do it too. I mean, you can these. I mean, BitTorrent sites get closed and shut down and warranted and all that. But and then a zillion others show up. I mean, people are going to find a way to get a hold of the content. You know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's you know, like anything. It, it, it's interesting that yeah, yeah, you know, you're still downloading torrents because I'm I'm totally past the torrent thing now. Um, I actually pay to be part of a, a website. Uh, it's minimal. It costs me fifty bucks for a lifetime membership, and realistically, they'll go under before I will. Hopefully. Um, 
but what it what it does, what they do is they post stuff and they do they give direct links to like a, a server like RapidShare, which is free to download from. So you know I don't I don't even have to leave my computer running twenty four hours a day now. You know I look for something. I missed Friday's Battlestar Galactica. I went out today. There were four four links to to RapidShare, and it took me ten minutes to download them, and, and that's that. You know what I mean? It's 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 just getting to the point of before. It's getting so easier. You know, and there's just more services that are. You know, torrents were the thing. You know, Napster was it, and then there was um, what were the other ones that were after uh, LimeWire? LimeWire, right, was one, and Mule something, yes. and you know, and, and all that crap. And then torrents came out. You know, the problem with torrents is you have to rely on other other people uploading. And I've always had a problem just leaving my computer. It's funny because I'll, I'll have no problem stealing from Hollywood. But I don't like using power twenty four seven. Yeah, <laughs> weird like that. See, that's what I always I always had pr- like really bad experiences trying to use bi- uh, BitTorrent because to that very reason you'd you'd find something that you wanted to download and all of a sudden it would start and it would be going fast as a motherfucker and then all of a sudden that guy would close his computer down and then it would stop and you'd have to keep your computer on for four days to download a twenty minute episode of Family Guy. You know, it just was. I haven't run into that that issue for a long time, but I totally know what you're talking about. And then there's the whole fear of viruses and uh, and issues like that. Well, and the thing with the thing with torrents is, really, anyone who's connected to that torrent can see who you are. So my privacy concern goes up then because. Not like it's such a problem in Canada yet, but in the States, you know, they could look at who you are, write down your IP address, go to your, uh, you know, this is how they started sending out, you know, uh, lawsuit notices to the, R- the RIAA in the States. That's how they did it. They looked on through torrents. They got people's IPs. They went to their ISP and they said, this person's IP, give us their name. And then they sent them a letter, you know, and that was directly because torrents, you can't mask your IP address. That's, that's public have, knowledge. Yeah. I've got friends who have, who have received those letters. Really? Grief, really? Yeah, from uh, from Rogers. They get an email that says, stop downloading now or we'll shut you off. Now, they must be downloading a shitload, though, no? Like, well, I, I, I mean, it was a buddy of mine who was downloading movies for his kid. And they were like <laughs> old cartoons and stuff like that, like old uh, Scooby-Doo's and whatever. I don't really know his frequency, but I mean, he wasn't the most web-savvy person on the planet was doing this. And he got nailed. Like I, it was, there was a, a section where like four or five people that I know all got hit with this email at the same time. Wow, hmm. that, that's the thing I like about my thing a little bit better because because rat this thing this thing called RapidShare it's like a they, they, it's not supposed to be used for this but that's what people are using it for. It has like a two hundred meg limit, so they have to break it down into pieces. But because it's they have to change the file name, so it doesn't say Battlestar Galactica. You know what I mean? It says Johnny's wedding. You know what I mean? And whoever uploaded it know that's what it's called. And then that way no one can really tell unless they unless they download all four parts what's in the file. You know what I mean? See, this is all way too clever for me. I'm like four <laughs> steps behind, I think. I'm still I'm, I'm a good step behind at least always in yeah. Like I'm writing this down. Rapid share. How do you spell well, rapid? What, the, the, what, what's scary is that. So I, so I, I surf in Firefox for this website. Someone posts up a couple links. I right mouse click them and I have this program called FlashGot, which takes them and throws them into a download manager. Okay. And the download manager will automatically start and stop them as my connection you know, goes on and off. And I have very, very high speed internet. So I can download a one hour TV show in five minutes and like it is it's almost too easy like i'm i'm almost starting to feel a little bit guilty but you know that brings up a good point because tv shows i really don't care so much about because technically 
That's it's free. Been, well, it's it's been free, right? And and it's like you know, just because I missed it on Thursday night, you're you're telling me I just can't download and watch it? Like, come on, that's not realistic. Exa- exactly. I've done the same thing. If my PVR doesn't tape something, you know, and the wife goes, "I missed, I didn't tape Ghost Whisperer," you know, or whatever, then I'll basically set it up and say, "Well, hold on, I'll get it for you right away." You know, it's yeah. it's TV. You know. That's right. Now, I mean, I, the argument that the, the the networks would have with that now is they're basically trying to make money because most of the major networks, or pretty much all of them, are now posting all of their the programs the next day online, and they want them basically you to go to their site and and stream it and watch it there, so they can attach advertising to it. So right. that's why they would look and go, don't go to BitTorrent site Christian Nielsen and download. Ghost Whisperer. Yeah, but I can't. Yeah, but I, I can't put. God. But I can't put the Ghost Whisperer on my big TV unless I've got some highfalutin, you know, video card and hooked up to my television, something like that. Well, you know. The other, the I other thing I, is, you can't get that. You can't go to NBC.com and watch it in Canada. You have to be at a computer in the states or be a lot smarter than I am and figure out how to get around the system. But you can't do that here. Oh, okay, that's true so too. so we need a whole episode where I teach you guys how to get around these things. So there's a software you can download, which yes. um, hides your IP address, so it looks like you're in the states. So you can watch oh. any of those websites that that streams this stuff. You can watch it; it won't uh, disallow it. But to Christian, to your point, my laptop and my HD TV it has a, a an RGB like a, a the the computer cable input. So I take my laptop, I hook it into my. Uh, uh, HDTV and I can watch anything I download onto my big screen TV. Well, yeah, I've got, got it set up. I've, I've got it set up so I can actually stream video from my uh, computer to my PlayStation to my TV. So it's all kind of a moot point anyway. Right, right. I, I, I did that with the 360. I found the buffering and stuff kind of crappy. I definitely like here how I just plug it into the side. I hit play and it goes. But you're mm. right. I mean, the technology, it's all coming together anyway. So you know what I mean? It, if you're mm. still downloading a movie and then like putting it on a VHS tape and then taking it to your quote entertainment center, you need to wake up. VHS. I still have beta. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's that's the whole reason for having it. <laughs> if I can only do one thing if I could only do one thing on the internet, that would probably be it. This is to catch up on shows and watch movies and you know, get my audio books. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> So, Christian, okay, why don't you – what's the next one for you? Uh, let's see here. Uh, another uh, website I well, I pretty much go to every day uh, because I like the video games, although I can't really afford to buy them all, uh, is uh, joystick.com, and that's uh, J-O-Y-S-T-I-Q. Ooh. I mean, basically, it's IQ. It's a clever twist on the name. <laughs> Um, essentially, it's basically kind of a news feed for every friggin' video game nuance of all time. And you can break it down uh, to the actual system that you have. Like, for example, I have a PS3. So essentially, I only tend to pay attention to the, the news for that console alone, other than the Xbox or the Nintendo. So it means nothing to me, really. Hello? Oh, well, I thought you were. I thought you were going to keep going. It sounded no, like you were just taking. That was it. I mean, that, I mean it's F. No, it just sounded uh, like ass. Actually, <laughs> I know. Like, Christian, I was waiting to hear a thud or something. Like, like, well, this guy usually talks for a good five minutes before he friggin' shuts up. Christ sakes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. So yes. Uh, when I want to get my video game news, I go to joystick.com. So what? This isn't what. This is not a cheat site. This is a. No. 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 No example. Like for example, I'm looking at the site right now. I, I click on I click on the PlayStation tab, and it says to me, "Hey, hey, Guitar Hero World Tour 
Uh, standalone drums guitar available now. And then you can read the news on that. And or trophies to be patched into Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider Underworld. And so, so uh, let me let me ask this: What's so good about? Because I mean, I, I go to video game sites, uh, you know, in, when I'm surfing, and I go to usually IGN, um, and sometimes I get pushed to GameStop, GameSpot, which I don't necessarily like. What, what's what's better about Joystick.com? I was just going to ask that question because I've never heard of it. Like I've, and as opposed to the big ones that Downs just mentioned. Well, yeah, I mean, I used to go actually. I used to go to uh, GameSpot. Uh, but then that whole controversy uh, over Jeff Gertzman basically being fired for the fact that he didn't give a game a good review, I kind of said uh, said uh, that basically I'm not going to go to that site anymore, and I don't ever go there anymore. Uh, IGN, I used to go to all the time. I actually used to be a subscriber to IGN, but now I find their site like way too clunky and uh, and it's a bit slow. It just it's just it just it's just very convoluted. So I don't even even touch that anymore. And that somehow one way or another, I found Joystick. It's just very simple. You know, it's like. News story after news story, next page, more news stories, pictures, blah, 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 reviews, kind of all this, you know, as they come, they put them up. And I just check it periodically. Oh, you know, Burnout Paradise, legendary cars coming, you know, da, 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 da. I just uh, something I can check back to and it's always updating. So what? So wait a minute. If back up for a second. So what was this GameSpot controversy that you were talking uh, about? Jeff Jeff Gertzman, he's uh, he actually starts a new a new uh, it's another game site that he he uh, started now called GiantBomb.com. I listen to their podcast, which is very very good. But he used to work uh, as a as a editor for uh, GameSpot, and he essentially uh, wrote a review uh, for a game called Kane and Lynch, and he didn't give it a very favorable review. And at the time, the company that was the the company that created Kane and Lynch, I can't remember who it was was actually heavily advertising on their site. And what there isn't a lot said about it, essentially that he eventually left GameSpot, but the, the, the assumption was that they said to him, we want you to write a better review. This guy's a major sponsor. And he said no, and it was essentially let go or left. Wow. And, yeah, and it really, there wasn't, I'm not sure what the actual real inside story has been said about it, because I don't think it has been officially said, but that's generally, you know, the uh, the rumors around the knitting club is that that's exactly what happened, that he said, write a better review, give it a better score, and he said no, and he said, okay, I'm leaving. And that oh. was basically it, yeah. Mm. Wow. Okay, so that was basically, they were trying to have advertising influence editorial, which really shouldn't be happening. Exactly. Wow. Who knew of the... Uh, the drama that uh, circled these game websites. Christian, apparently. <laughs> Christian, apparently. <laughs> Were you up all night? Oh, my God, waiting for updates. Oh what am God. I going to do? i, I got to put something funny on a message board, quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Downs, you're up. Well, it, so this is it's, it's kind of funny. This is almost a pretty good segue. So the next on my list is uh, SuperheroHype.com. And 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 the the reason I like that is for I mean not like there was a huge controversy but um, you know I had been uh, as I'm sure some of the people on this uh, phone call would have been going to Dark Horizons pretty religiously a few years ago um, I don't go there anymore not for any specific reason in that excuse me it just got to be really so much other stuff I I found the site unusable so much content and I really really don't like. Um, What's the Harry Knowles website? Ain't it cool news? Ain't it cool? Yeah, I, cannot, I don't, I, I, I don't go, go there as much anymore either. I'm sorry. I, 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 cannot, I, I cannot stand the design. I mean, 
let's not forget my business is to, you know, evaluate websites daily to see how usable they are. Um, and I do not find it cool, uh, very usable. I find it very inside and almost insulting to any of any casual fans, which I do not like. Um, see, I think that's, if I may jump in here, ain't it cool is actually on my list. Okay. Uh, I, and, but I'm, if I may make a point, uh, I do agree with you on uh, Dark Horizons because when I, f- when I first got web savvy, Dark Horizons was one of the first. And I actually remember uh, Christian and, and Mike, uh, we, we used to visit that site. We used to talk about it and saw, you know, saw, said that we saw news there, blah, 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 blah. The thing I find about Dark Horizons, one, is I, it, it's almost a little too slick in the sense that there's so much wasted space on that site. And, I, and, the, and the biggest thing I don't like about uh, Dark Horizons is it doesn't update often enough. I find it does like one update a day and that is it. And where now to, to, to defend ain't it cool? Yes, it's a very simple layout, but you know what? That layout, it's almost like a blog layout. Like just they keep posting new and, uh, new headlines and old headlines drop below. I really don't give a shit if it doesn't look all flashy because Dark Horizons did upgrade and tried to make it look more slick and I didn't really care for that. I like I like Ain't It Cool for the purpose that it is inside. I like that it updates so often. I like their insight into uh, that they cover television, that they cover comic books, but that obviously that their meat and potatoes is uh, – Movies, And I also got to say, I do think it's kind of trendy for people to bash Harry Knowles now because he's one of the online pioneers. He was one of the first pe- – first, what, what is it you don't like about Harry Knowles? You don't like his writing or oh, – So it's actually not even Harry Knowles personally I, I, that I don't like. First, let me take a step back. Um, usable does not mean flashy design. Uh, I just find that their their headlines are really – uh, hard to to make out where I'm looking on the page. Um, I should pull it up, pull it up here, but um, I'd, I would it, I'd agree with you on that, Downs. Um, it, it's it's hard to scan, um, and it, it, again, it's not Harry because I, I don't find Harry does a whole lot of. I mean, there'll be one or two articles per day that were from him. Um, it, it's a lot of the other writers. So I look at this top stories, latest news. I can't tell what the difference is between those two things. Um, you know, as, and when I go through this, it's just all this text. You can be simple and you can have some design elements that, that make something easy to digest. There are lots of websites out there that are um, minimalist in their nature of design, but still make it easy for, for my eye to know where to go. I don't know where I, where to necessarily look on this page. I don't know what the difference is between the two. Um, and then when I, when I get into, um, and this might have to do somewhat with, um, what I like about Geekology, uh, or sorry, uh, Superhero Hype, is when I read the, the comments, which I do a lot of, um, there just seems to be a lot of hating on this board. Uh, ain't it cool news? Like the, the, That's the, true, yeah. And, and that really turns me off. Um, I don't want to be seeing people flaming each other, just going crazy, whereas in Superhero Hype, there might be some of that. It just seems to be a little bit maybe uh, monitored a little bit better. Maybe it's because they're – more or less kids on one or the other. I'm not sure. But, um, and again, superhero hype, I, I don't think is crazy design. I just think it has the, a, a pretty appropriate amount of design, some images, um, you know, and again, it's not anything I have against, against Harry Knowles. Um, it, it's just it, really, I just started to get a, uh, a dirty feeling, if you will, when I started to, to use this website a lot, it just kind of turned me off and I, and, and I stopped using it. I looked for elsewhere for the, for the similar type of information. And, and I ended up going to superhero hype. You know, I will agree. I I do not 
uh, participate and really and or care about the comments. I never really check that on Ain't It Cool. And that is, I will am in total agreement with you guys on, uh, I think it's a lot of bullshit. The, and it's everyone just pretty much being negative about a certain topic, which I never really understand. If the actual post is about lost, uh, you're just going on there just to be negative about it. Cause I, I never understand that, but I actually think the original post, the, uh, the content, uh, is good. I think they are one of the leading sources, so they get news arguably firsthand. And I, I, I just, I also trust some of the writers. I'll say Moriarty. I'll say uh, Harry Knowles. In terms of when you get into reviews and their thoughts, uh, I can usually trust them. I mean, there's obviously some variance. I mean, in terms of uh, tastes. But uh, when they give a review, I can – depending on – it's well, they pretty much only handle geek sort of you know, comic booky fantasy type movies anyways. But I usually can trust them, uh, their thoughts on that and it will kind of echo mine. So I like it. I, your, your points are, are valid. But, uh, but I, I'm in total agreement with you on Dark Horizons. I think that site sucks. <laughs> I only go there to watch the trailers anyway. But I find that uh, even I find the trailers on Dark Horizons, I find it very. There's a lot of clicks to get to it. I find. Yeah, yeah, it takes a lot longer. That's why I like the. Well, I already mentioned it, but I like Apple's trailer site. Yeah, but they also have some. I'm sorry, but they also have some obscure trailers too. They're not generally on the Apple sites or any other sites as well. Yeah, I mean, what Dark Horizons? What they suffered from is being one of the very first, uh, you know, providers of this information and trying to monetize it quickly. And then they've had to kind of make it work after they, they had all these advertisements. You know what I mean? So you're not going to all of a sudden turn this down. But in Australia now, this is his full-time job. You know what I mean? He gave up. And that's probably why they only update once a day, too, I would say, is partly due to where, they're, where their buddy's located. You know, he's on the, pretty much the other side of the planet in terms of most of us. But I think they, you know, they got popular. The industry kind of recognized them um, and, and rushed to to do this advertising, which they accepted, and I think that was a, a bit of a problem with them. You know, they took all the, all of this advertising, and it really screwed the design of the site um, and caused for, you know, that kind of extraneous clicking to get to stuff, which it really isn't needed. So, okay, so Bloom, let's hear another one from you. Okay. Um, that one sounded like it was kind of too combined. Um Another one for me probably won't get a lot of, of talk from this crew, but one site that I go to often is uh, ultimateguitar.com. Um, I is go this a, there. Is, huh? this a, is this a website about a robot guitar with superpowers? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? It's the latest Transformer. Um, no, the, it, it's kind of what it, what you would expect. It's a, it's a site for uh, people to post tabs of songs and you know a place for me to go if i hear a song that i like i can go and look at it and see what the chords are and and lyrics and junk like that so i can learn to play it so what's the latest song you learned from this site um i was actually listening learning uh, don't let me down by the beatles today it's got don't some really odd stuff down. for all of those for all of you who don't know that song we're gonna let mike down <laughs> sing it for you right now <laughs> mike down's ruin it you mean <laughs> they're that British band, right? I hear oh, they're a big, yeah. like maybe as big as Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Zing. Yeah, no conversation around Ultimate Guitar. No, I'll tell you, no, if it was a giant ro- ro- robot, I- I'd probably have more to say. 
<laughs> well, I have to put it. I have to put it in there because it's a list for my, for my top five. I knew it wouldn't really get much conversation, but I go to that site probably like at least three times a week, four times a week, um, and it helps out. So there you go. Okay, so here's a question: Back to the desert island. Do you take your guitar on the plane with That's, you? See, and, and this so was my. Yes, this is it's what I floated on to shore uh, when the plane went down. That's what I was I brought up. I was talking to Mike earlier in the week. I'm like, literally, if I'm on a desert island, I have no need for this site. But since I was able to construct a guitar using um, bamboo reeds and bamboo, uh... the coconut and the hair from my back. Um, <laughs> so basically, every site so far, Bloom, has worked on and off the island for you. Yes. I'm, That's an extra yes. point for you. Good work. <laughs> okay, All right, Christian, let's, let's hear one from you. Uh, okay, well, let's, uh, let's – we've kind of said some sites. I went kind of, uh, you know, bargain basement with my sites. But I'm going to take an outside uh, site here called uh, superdickery.com. And I know uh, Mr. DiGiovanni is very familiar with this site as well as I am. Um, basically, if you go to superdickery.com – and go into our galleries. You can you can see a series of old vintage Silver Age uh, DC superhero covers that just basically make no no sense uh, whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I, when you first mentioned the name, I was like, I have no idea what he's talking about. But now that you've mentioned it, I've yeah, I've totally been to the site. Basically, I if you if you go to the site and go to the galleries and look up any like the the, the superhero covers and just start looking, you'll be freaking trapped because you you'll say, okay, I'll just look at one more and I look at this cover and I look at another one. And I go, oh no, I got to look at one more. But here, like, just to make it clear, here's an example. I'm looking at a cover right now of uh, the May a number nine issue of of Superman's girlfriend Lois Lane, featuring Sorry. Pat, featuring Pat Boone in Superman's mystery song, and I'll describe the cover for you. And there's a uh, Pat Boone playing his ukulele, uh, singing to Lois Lane while she's playing on the piano. And Superman's flying in from the side, and he says, "Pat Boone and Lois Lane are singing a new song about me. It's a great tune, but I must use all my superpowers to prevent it from becoming a hit." <laughs> and there's like. There's a series of like cover after cover with just Superman just doing this crazy ass shit, but it's like it's a totally a serious part of the storyline. But these these things are great because I'm one of the things I miss or that they don't do enough anymore is the the uh, word balloons on the covers, and there's yes. so much dialogue where it'll be like, oh my god. I don't even know if Superman can beat Muhammad Ali in a boxing match. You know, it'll be Lois will be thinking that sitting ringside, and you know. <laughs> Well, here's here's another one. Action Comics uh, number three eleven, featuring Superman, King of Earth, and there's Superman wearing a crown, sitting on his throne as all of these peoples from various nations are giving him jewels and and treasures and so on. And here's Superman. Bah! The gifts your country sent me will not win any favors. Now that I am ruler of the world, my first command is that every nation replace its flag with a Superman flag like this one. And he, <laughs> And he's pointing at this Superman flag. <laughs> but this was the always thing with DC Comics. It used to piss me off as a kid. They don't do it as much now, but when you're younger, it's like you look at the front cover. It's like Superman killed in this issue by, you know, Laser Ray. And like, oh, my God, and you bring it home and read it. And it's basically Superman dreaming about hit, getting hit by Laser Ray and dying, you know. Or it's something that doesn't totally relate to the story at all. Well, that, I mean, the majority of those uh, covers never happened. 
Like they never happen. I remember the uh, one of my first uh, DC comics that I or actually I think comics period that I ever had was I, I I think it was DC Comics presents. I can't remember the number, but it was Superman chained up with kryptonite against some rock slab and then Superboy had a bazooka with a kryptonite shell just about coming out of it and down at the below was, for some reason, uh, Lois Lane, Jimmy Olsen and they also brought Perry White. I, they brought him along for some reason. I don't know why they brought him and he's been ki- kidnapped and they're all watching this and it's like I was remembered seeing this cover because it was like I think Neil Adams drew it so Superman and Superboy looked wicked. And I, I was like, oh, my God, Superboy. And I think it was like Superboy kills Superman, it said on the cover. And I was like, I must buy this. And then obviously none of this happens in the comic whatsoever. <laughs> it was a ripoff. <laughs> Complete ripoff. Fucking um, ripoff. Fucking DC. The only Taking thing that – I think the only thing that actually did happen was Perry White, Jimmy Olsen, and Lo- uh, Lois Lane were in a spaceship. I think that's the only <laughs> thing that happened. <laughs> yeah, that's superdickery.com, S-U-P-E-R – Dickery.com. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. Downs, you're up. Okay, so uh, again, going back to the desert island, <laughs> I thought, what am I going to 1,001 uses for palm leaves. <laughs> well, no, no, but what would I need to make it easier while I'm in this desert island? So I just have a category called porn. Yeah, I have the same, funny enough. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I was like, uh, again, maybe I'm taking this too literal, but I'm like, if I only got five websites, one of them is going to be a porn site. I don't care which one. I'm going to need to see some naked ladies and maybe some videos. Okay, wait a minute. So you're saying you would only visit a porn site if you were on a desert island? This would only come in handy no, no, if God, you no. were on a desert island? No, my problem would be to choose from the ones I go to regularly, which one <laughs> would be the one I would take to the desert island. The other well, problem is which ones do you want to announce on air on your podcast? Well, okay, so I'll tell you some of the names. I'm keeping myself. Well, why you'd want to do that? Well, okay. Well, you want to know what's funny? So I'm. I was talking to my wife about this, and she's like, uh, "So uh, you know, she's like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about that." And she goes, "Oh, and what about porn? You're going to go to the Hun?" And I'm like, "Wake up and smell 1999, Renee." Like the hunt, I haven't been there in like a couple years, man. We've come I don't a long think I've way. Actually, I I don't think I've gone to the hunt.net in the 2000s. Like it is uh, that's just it just goes to show, I guess the difference between men and women. Um yeah, I have not been to the hunt. And you know what, the last time I was there what I realized is it's all um pay sites linking to a page of five pictures to get you to buy into their membership. Yeah. Uh, it may not have always been that, but like last time I was yeah. there I was like, "Wait a second. This kind of sucks. This is just five pictures and it's, a two, you know, a membership page. This is horrible. Rat bastards. I want to see me some Asian ladies. <laughs> I want to look at some free porn. Who would, have thought, who would have thought that porn sites would be out to get us? <laughs> Always well, screwing with us. And, and so realistically, uh, I started to realize how I particularly surf for porn. And I think, again, this talks about – trying to talk about this kind of seriously is um, – you know, I, I don't go to I don't go to public websites. I go to forums where people post, you know, uh, again zip files and stuff that they that someone paid for and they copied. You know what I mean? And same with videos and all that stuff. I don't go to quote quote 
a pornographic website. I go to a forum that has just links to all kinds of stuff that are usually direct downloads from like rapid share or something to videos. My preference happens to be amateurs. Um, and, that, and that makes it less dirty because well, he yeah. does it through a zip file. Should, shouldn't, we be saving, shouldn't we be saving this topic for the atomic geeks after dark? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking again. If I'm gonna, if I'm on an island for five years by myself, I'm gonna need something. Well, I'll you know, tell you, my imagination. If, if any of something. these guys, if anyone on this doesn't have porn as one of those, I call them a liar, or they're stealing my computer. One of the two, because like <laughs> you don't have porn on there, and you're sitting on a desert island, it's gonna suck. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because uh, I don't have porn on this list. Well, let's just say it was top six. Okay, six was porn. <laughs> But five, but I do have uh, something that I do visit on a sort of on a well, a sort of regular basis. By that I mean forty times a day. Uh, I go to celebrity blogs, which shows a lot. Which practically is uh, the what's it called? It's almost the Cinema Paradiso uh, USA Network version of porn now. So it's this that shows all your nip slips and whatnot. So my favorite uh, celebrity blog is egotastic.com. I've, I don't just, know if I'm anyone's taking, ever... I'm just taking some notes here. That was ego. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just... Yeah. Sorry. All these 12-year-old boys are writing... Their pens are furiously writing. You know, oh, my God. Tomorrow at school... I thought this tomorrow... podcast is about video games. Jesus. Tomorrow at school, the hun.net is going to be this huge topic. The hits are going to go through the roof. <laughs> sorry, Mike. Oops. Back to you. <laughs> so, wait. Mr. Down said we should go on to forums to find yeah. amateurs? <laughs> He says the hunt's old news. <laughs> the forms where it's at. <laughs> no, of uh, I do like me. I've always been a big uh, pop culture aficionado, and I, I do like me some celeb gossip and uh, you know peeping at girls coming out of limos and showing off their underwear. So uh, <laughs> by that I mean celebrities. Uh, so my favorite, though, of the of the bunch, there are millions of uh, celebrity blogs out there, and some of the people have made themselves very, very, very wealthy off of doing this. But uh, mine is egotastic.com. Uh, the reason I would say that is just because I, I find the guy that's uh, posting and making his sarcastic comments on this rather witty, uh, and they do update on a, a fairly frequent basis. I do... I don't mind uh, Perez Hilton, but I've, I, I let me rephrase that. I used to like Perez Hilton, but I find now he's become a bit of a shill because he has become a celebrity in his own right, and half the website now is just talking about himself as opposed to making fun of Jennifer Aniston. So uh, I will say, like, uh, I, I love the celebrity blogs. I'm not uh, afraid to admit that, and uh, Egotastic is my favorite, and it does – Definitely uh, deliver, though, also on all of your cleavage and booby shots of all your favorite celebrity girls, so you can get your fix there as well. Speaking of which, I'm there right now. Here it is. Jennifer Love Hewitt, cleavage for the win. And subsequent photos of her cleavage. (laughs) Thank you for that, Christian. One uh, one that I'd like to throw in that's sort of current is uh, CNNSI. Right now they have the Sports Illustrated uh, swimsuit issue with their 2009 swimsuit models posted on there. Not really something that I would always go to, but my friend was on it the other day and I'm looking at it and it, it's kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. All right, Bloom, you're up. 
Well, my number four was porn uh, as well. <laughs> so I'll, I'll skip forward. And uh, I had a hard time coming up with number five. Uh, like I said before, trying to narrow it down to, to something that you're only going to see uh, for the rest of your life. And this one does not go uh, with being on Desert Island. I, I put, had to put eBay um, because I go onto eBay quite often to get anything uh, I need instead of shopping. If I need uh, new golf shirts or golf balls or whatever you want to buy. Um, really? Yeah, I still go to eBay, man. I still I buy crap online all the time. Hmm. So what have you bought recently? Um, stuff. No, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. It's been a little while since I bought anything on there. Why do you, t- a, a you turn this podcast into a house of lies? <laughs> <laughs> I bought it. Well, because I use Kijiji a lot now, and I don't know whether how much that's. And that wouldn't work at all on a desert island because it's a local. Thing. Andrew, guys- we're not on a desert island. <laughs> it's your favorite website. I know, I know that. I'm not the one who took it literally like Mr. Down. But you're not the one that took it literally. You're, what, listen to what you, you're you, saying. You, you floated on your guitar to the island after the plane crashed in the water. That's literal. <laughs> That's if, if anybody was taking it literally, they would have gone to the website. How do I build a boat out of dirt? <laughs> No, or, or they'd be going to, or like they'd be going to the coastguard.com. How about that? Yeah, 911.com. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I, I had when I first kind of, I remember when we were, the internet was just sort of picking up, I would go on eBay and we would buy uh, DVDs and VA, like videotapes and, and shit like that. But I don't, I can't remember the last time I bought something off eBay. It must be years and years. Downs, are you still doing that? Are you still well, buying it, stuff off eBay? Yeah, um, in, interestingly enough, I mean, I use Kijiji a lot. Um, I think it's a it's a great site. It's also owned by eBay, funny enough. Um, but uh, what I do go to eBay for are hard-to-find things. Um, and, in fact, their automotive site is really starting to take uh, a lot of their dominance. Um, my problem with eBay is that um, eBay, when it first came out, was about people like us collectors um you know who were there to almost kind of trade and swap and it's now become uh, an e-commerce entity um and they really don't care about the the little buyer anymore um when we were writing bold opinion you know i, I wrote a pretty scathing article about ebay and to this day i still get people emailing me about that article saying you're right did that fuck ebay.com website ever go up you were talking about no, it didn't. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm amazed that there are still people going, they're still screwing people over, you know. So I, mean, I don't like to use it. Uh, I only use it when absolutely necessary. I bought a keg fridge off of there um, for my office a few months ago. Um, it just happened to be some guys were on there, and it was the best deal I could get. So I use it as one of my tools when I'm shopping for things online. However, it's not my primary online shopping tool like it would have been five to, to eight years ago, maybe. I mean, I was on there quite a bit a long time ago. Well, if I can go back to your question before, was what, what were the last things that I bought on eBay? Um, when I bought a, an old house, as you guys probably know, and I like to fix them up. So I buy a lot of my faucets uh, and smaller items like that on eBay. Like I get faucets and stuff a lot cheaper. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, uh, I bought an old house on eBay. <laughs> That's what I was <laughs> thinking too. No, but I will say this. My, uh, my mom's boss bought a Ferrari on eBay. 
No, yeah. not a word of a lie. He had to go pick it up. Had uh, bought a Ferrari on eBay. Now I would no, be I mean, very happy if I could ever do that. eBay Motors is slow is slowly kind of taking over for what Auto Trader conceptually was. They haven't done a, a necessarily a good job at. Uh, I mean, they're all right for local stuff online, but what eBay Motors does, especially when um, the Canadian dollar was very uh, highly ranked against the U.S., a lot of people, especially from my area of Canada, were were flying to the states and buying used cars uh, off of eBay and driving them back. Um, it was not unheard of, and um, especially um, at that time because used cars are so much cheaper. The Canadian, you know. It wasn't like new cars where the prices weren't coming down. Used cars were already fairly cheap in terms of the U.S. dollar. And once our dollar was at, ca- was at par, suddenly you know, you're saving a few thousand dollars on and, and something you know like a Ferrari or something that is a high-ticket high item. Um, you would save a lot of money. You know, my dream car, my 69 Charger, I'm always looking up 69 Chargers on eBay just to see where their price points are. It's a good temperature gauge for things like that. Okay, but uh, just to change gears a quick uh, second here, uh, Mike. So I'm on this Egotastic website, and they have like stars over all the nipples. Is there a way to get rid of that, or? Well, when you click on the photo, and then it because the front page of the site has to be okay. uh, sort of PG rated. Right. Once okay, you good. click and go deeper into the site, do you ever go deeper? Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Naomi Watts naked. There you go. But remember, okay. kids, ask your parents first for permission. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Christian, let's hear your next one. I mean, a lot of them have already been kind of taken, so I'm just uh, – I can just rhyme off some of the uh, websites I go to from time to time. And one of, okay, one of the ones I go to from time to time is uh, ravingtoymaniac.com, mm. which essentially is a news feed uh, for action figures. Basically, every now and then – I'll, I'll click through all the news, like uh, the the news feed, and just cl- basically click through, click through, and uh, you can see all the new pictures and prototypes of action figures that are coming up to the toy market eventually. Not that I ever buy them. I'm, I'm always looking for that perfect Batman action figure. I still haven't kind of found yet, but I, you know, I'm just I just keep looking and searching and hoping. They haven't they haven't quite nailed Batman for you yet. Is that it? No, well, no. It's, there's always something about it, whether it's the logo or his head's too big or something like that. I never find one that looks just right, but I want to actually put on my desk and be proud of. So, who would, in your mind, who like what is the definitive looking Batman that would capture that? Like, is it I, the? Actually, no. There's actually there's one that's coming out recently, which is part of the uh, DC Trinity series collection. And this was actually pretty darn good. And, and the, the, this, I'll describe this Batman why I like it. Uh, it it's a, his, his costume is all black, like the black cape. It's not, although I don't mind the dark blue. Uh, I, I do like the black. And uh, his logo is black, and his eyes are white. I don't know if that makes any sense. And his, and his costume is more of a gray than a blue. I, obviously, I'm a bit more picky than I have to be for crying out loud. No, but you know what? I, I, I would totally agree, Christian. I mean, I look looking around my office right now. I've got about thirty action figures on my shelves. Um, you know, a lot of the the movie maniacs. I got a bunch of spawns, quite a few Kiss figures, and some Star Wars and and, and Austin Powers and Eminem and stuff. But I I don't own a single Batman figure. I've got Batman art on my wall and Batman postcards. I don't have a single Batman figure, and that's because, to your point, they have not done. A lot of the action figures I like, and I mean, Mike, you've mentioned this before, are almost like statues. Um, uh, you know, looking at the movie Maniacs, the Jason and the Freddy ones, I mean, those things, 
they're not toys to you know, to me. You know, my kids don't touch this shit. Um, and and to me, they're still treating Batman like a toy when they make a figure of that. And that's probably, I guess, because it's so big and the movies are so so popular. I also don't have necessarily a Spider Man as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've not seen a Batman figure that I would go, oh, that's the one that's going to go on the shelf. I I don't own one t- to date, and I have. I mean, I've got. A whole case of action figures that aren't even. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you kill me. I mean, I'm I'm pretty pretty selective about if I'm buying toys that I want to keep. Like the last action figure that I actually bought was one of the years went to Chicago Comic Con and was a Hellboy action figure, and it was almost it was almost like an animated Hellboy figure, but it just kind of encapsulated the character that I thought perfectly. Had had his pistol and a, a removable coat and the tail that kind of moved around a little bit. It was a beautiful figure. So, like, uh, so d- this question's to Downs and Christian. I know, Christian, you kind of already answered this in a certain way, but w- when you're saying you haven't seen the right Batman figure, what, what, which version of that? Because Spider-Man, there pretty much is one version, like, of Spider-Man, where artists have mm-hmm. interpreted Batman quite differently through time, whether you're, or even if you try to do a direct adaption of the movies. But, uh, which one are would you say, man, if they could make a figure based on uh, X, like the Batman from that looked more like from this era or from th- that movie, that would be the one. Because I they have made a Batman based on Jim Lee drawing. I think it's the yeah. uh, Hush. I think yeah. it was the story. And that is an awesome Batman. And to me, that is the the that design and look of it of Jim Lee's Batman is Batman in my mind's eye. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, for me personally, one of the, I, 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 I kind of like um, the, my quintessential Batman for me, like, actually, I don't mind the Batman how he is now, where he's, his costume has kind of evolved from, from blue to black. I like that. I also like the fact uh, how the logo is kind of like de-evolved to the old logo, the, this is plain black bat. I think that's classy. I think that's really good. Uh, but I'd still, as far as my, my favorite Batman, I, I still remember uh, the, the way Batman was drawn in the uh, Son of the Demon trade paperback. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, he was wearing the, 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 the oval Batman figure or the oval Batman logo on his chest. And he's got, he had the blue costume, but he was just like perfectly proportioned Batman. And uh, that was, that personally for me, that's probably my favorite Batman, like how he looks, but I've never seen that in an action figure. No, you're right. And you know, I, I, I'm trying to think of who the artist was on that. But uh, that escapes me. But it's almost that is close to the Neil Adams type exactly. of Batman. Yeah, that Mike was the artist, exactly. That's the, that was the name I was looking for. It's the Neil Adams type of Batman. He just drew him friggin' awesome. And you know, Jim Apparel. I mean, he's kind of a classic Batman artist as well. And his Batman's pretty classic. Also. But the Neil Adams Batman just kind of rang true for me. Yeah. What about okay. you, Downs? Like, what are you? What are you kind of looking for? Sure. So I, I have two responses. Um, my favorite picture of uh, Batman ever, which I don't own, like in a, in a, in a on a poster or anything, is um, the Arkham Asylum book. Um, and when you, uh, I think it's on the inside cover, um, there's this picture of Batman almost in silhouette, kind of with his cape kind of curled up. It's very um, just the whole art for that Arkham Asylum book. I really really liked and. 
I think his cape kind of curls up and it goes into bats in the background. I think that would be a fantastic figure um, that would be something much more dark. And it's not even about his face and the logo for me, that that pose. I just think that would be something you would look at. And that w- I just love that picture of Batman. But the other thing I'm looking at right now, it's in a pretty prime location in my office. It's right across from my desk, is I have this framed print of Alex Ross's um, from the uh, what's it, War on Crime where he's in the spotlight and you see him moving through the spotlight. He starts out, you know, and he's looking away and then the spotlight hits him and then he covers up with his cape and, and moves out of the way. You know, the shots I mean. Yep. 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 Um, that to me is, is quintessential Batman. I love that. Um, I like the shininess of his cape. Um, I like that he's not overly um, built out in his chest. This is kind of, to me, I guess, the older Batman, you know, the guy who's more in his 50s. Um, I don't like, like, Batman Beyond, for instance, like the whole re- retelling of that. Um, I'd like to see this Alex Ross Batman. I don't like the Alex Ross Batman from Kingdom Come, you know, because that's, that's, that's a Batman in the future. It's not a real Batman. This Alex mm-hmm. Ross Batman is my favorite. Yeah. All right, Downs, why don't you tell us, uh, take us through quickly then your last couple or one. Sure. So um, I threw YouTube on here just uh, for purely entertainment. Again, if I'm sitting on an island (laughs) board senseless, I'd watch some YouTube videos. Oh, and Um, also, if I may jump in here too, YouTube's on my list as well. Uh, I, I, I love me some YouTube. I, I, you know, I, I put funny or die and I put YouTube both on it. I, I, the difference I see between those two sites is, uh, like YouTube's a video distribution where, uh, and you, and funny or die is sort of a video channel. Cause YouTube is just pretty much anyone can put anything they want up there, but that sometimes is gold as well. And I love, I know you mentioned this a, a couple episodes ago where, uh, one, I, I love just going on and searching for old, like, uh, serial commercials, like Lucky Charms commercials or 80s cartoon, uh, beginnings. So I just, YouTube is one of my favorites and I could not not be on a top five. I, I, th- I think any, any children of the 80s, like we were, you know, TV was so big then and it, it's, it was really uncaptured in terms of a, uh, you know, a memory tool for us, you know, and I think that YouTube has done a great, uh, not by any choice of its own. It's just been a great distribution for memories for all of us. And, you know, you can't, I defy you to go on there and not find something that you want to watch. As I said, I have playlists of all kinds of different things. Um, I mentioned Kijiji. It was on here um, just uh, purely from an e-commerce standpoint and, and purchasing things, but doesn't necessarily work on the uh, island. But the other one, which kind of breaks the rule a little bit in that it's Google, but it's iGoogle. So I have my iGoogle personalized as my homepage. And what that gives me, though, is that is my source of news. Um, when I go to that, I think I have three, six, nine, twelve feeds of, of news stories that come to me. Sometimes they're re- repeated, um, but I I know I, I'm amazed at how quickly I know what's going on in the world. I, I watch the nightly news now at six p.m. You know, I'm just I'm an old man now with kids and stuff. I need to watch the weather and shit like that. Yet when I watch the news, I know all of the Anything that's global, I know about it already, just because of my iGoogle homepage, and um, you know it's got it's got a weather on there, which isn't really reliable. Of course, my Gmail and the calendar, but I, I would be. This is something that I'm checking fifty times a day, probably. Partly because it's my homepage. I open it up. I scan the stories. What's going on? Oh, a plane crashed in Buffalo. What's that? You know what I mean? I'm reading this all the time. So, I mean, I don't use it as much. I mean, in, in, in terms of this, I wasn't talking about it for the purposes of search. I use it primarily as a, as a news tool. Um, and that's my list. Okay. Uh, one last thing on my list. Uh, 
to my, that rounds out my top five is uh, newsarama.com. This is one of the top uh, websites that covers the comic book industry, and this is my personal favorite. Uh, it's a great site if you are interested in comics and comic movies and all that good stuff. Uh, it's you know it has interviews with creators, uh, covers uh, like basically top headlines in terms of the comic industry. And now they're really starting to push video uh, content on this where they're having uh, interviews with creators, with video and and things like that. So it is a, a great site. I do like comicbookresources.com, but I, uh, I'm i a little uh, part more partial to Newsarama. Uh, just a great site. Uh, so Bloom, uh, Christian, do you guys have any – did we cover all your fives? Yes. My my fives are done, but like I was saying before, I kind of had a a bit of a list. Are we going through what was our uh, our runner up? Yeah, throw, yeah. Okay, why don't we just do that quickly? Oh. Why don't we just everyone do a quick runner up? Okay, uh, just quickly for me, uh, tribute.ca is a site that I go to all the time. Gives me uh, local movie times uh, and trailers if I need to see them. If I can't think of it, but really, it's just to get local <laughs> movie times. Movie times uh, on the yeah. island at don't. the local coconut <laughs> theater. See, this is why. I bring it up before because Christian can't keep his mouth shut. Uh, Facebook is on there, of course, um, because I go to it. I don't go to it as often as I used to. I, I find Facebook is one of those things that is really hot and happening when you first find out about it, but then yeah, you get bored of it, and it's a little bit creepy. Uh, YouTube was on there. Uh, IMDB.com is yeah, a I good one, too. and we use that obviously here. And then um, one that was mentioned earlier was IGN. Uh, to look up reviews on uh, video games. Christian? For- uh, I mean, pretty much everything I had on my list was basically said already. But, I mean, uh, any other other things I go to on a daily basis, other than the actual uh, comics.com I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I go to uh, quite a few uh, web comics as well, which is kind of what the evolution of comic strips is going to be because eventually – Newspaper strips will not exist anymore, you know, pretty much within the next five years or so, most likely. So, like, there's sites like AmericanElf.com, uh, PVP Online, uh, Penny Arcade, Ugly Hell. These are all great, great uh, d- daily or, or somewhat daily uh, web comics I also pay attention to. Hey, Christian, uh, have yep. you checked out Zuda.com? No. What is that? Zuda is basically DC Comics now owns. A, uh, they're getting into the online comics, and Zuda.com is their site for creator uh, web comics. What's this? What's, how do you spell that? Z-U-D-A. <laughs> yeah, sounds horrible. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? Come on. It, it's got to it's, it's gonna, it's gonna get there one day, so why not check it out? You never know. So, Dallas, no, what, think- about, what about your runner-up? Um, the only other one I had that's worth mentioning is called Consumerist.com. I think, it is, I think it's a .com. It's another blog, uh, totally focused around customer service. And uh, I like it because I'm a huge uh, customer service advocate. And, uh, I mean, it's mostly in the U.S., and it just amazes me at the horrible customer service here. Um, it also showcases good deals that are going on on any online retailers. It's a really good tool for that. It's a, it's a pretty good site. Uh, and as for my runner-up, I'd, I'd have to put Facebook on that. Uh, I, st- I still use that quite a bit. I'm on that pretty much every day. And then uh, the only other site that I would probably say in addition to that would probably be uh, chartattack.com, which is a good music site. And it's also a good uh, – specifically on uh, Canadian music, which I like to support because I'm from that fine country of Canada. 
So uh, another thing you, know, you should mention about Facebook as well that's very important. The fact that we have a group there, Christian, is that really Thank you. I was going wait, ma'am. I'm going to say that on the conclusion. I know my jobs as the host. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm sorry. Um, all right, so I think that wraps us up on Desert Island. We had a little confusion on this one, uh, but it still was a lot of fun. Uh, so why don't we, before we get the heck out of here, why don't we do our atomic picks? Uh, Andrew. Uh, my atomic pick for this week is a video game for my PS3 that I absolutely love called Civilization Revolutions. It's the uh, the latest iteration in the Sid Meier uh civilization group um basically it's kind of like a video game risk or uh like if you you're run a country you start out with a, a city and then you build more and more cities you try and take over the world or the other three uh bad guys that are on there this supports voice chat i believe and uh, a lot of good online play if you want it um if you're a fan of strategy type uh video games then this is uh, the one for you Downs. Uh, okay. Uh, so the, my first one is uh, Dollhouse, Joss Whedon's new show, premiered on Friday. Um, it, it's, it's not great yet. Um, I, 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 I would say it's like Alias Meets. Uh, I'm almost thinking like maybe the A-Team or something. And what, what I mean by that is I know, and that's kind of weird. That sounds like really excellent, actually. Well... <laughs> Wait a second. I might be setting it up for a huge failure. But, um, you know, in Alias, Jennifer Garner dressed up every episode right as someone different. And so that that is very much what Elijah Dushku is doing. And on the first episode, you know, when when, when she's in this this role. So did everyone know what the base, the premise of Dollhouse is? Yes. Basically, yes. They, they're imprinted with personalities, right? So she's imprinted to go uh, negotiate a, a kidnapping. The deal goes bad, and they go to take her out, but they're, the kid's still out there and, and not rescued. Their whole point is is just to save their operative and then get back. Well, her handler, if you will, is like, listen, we can find the kid. Just give us a chance. Let's go back out and find the kid. And they go back out and obviously find the kid. So it's kind of like that's what I mean, alias, in terms of the dressing up, meets the, the kind of solving of the crime. I don't know if it'll be like that every week, but that's what I got. Um, it was it was all right, and the reason why I'm saying it, uh, it, it would be a pick though is because uh, you know Firefly was this great show that didn't have the support. So if you people out there will watch it, maybe the network will give it the opportunity to find its legs and and to be good. My other thing isn't so much a pick as just a, a warning. So the CRTC is looking to start taking over the internet and start forcing Canadian content. Um, and I just want everyone out there to stand up for your rights um, and try and keep the net neutral. Let's not have uh, a bunch of government bureau- bureaucrats uh, forcing Canadian content down our throats on something like the Internet, which is global, and uh, we don't need that. All right, Christian. Jeez, uh, uh, I have a couple things. Uh, first one is uh, I, I watched the movie. It's been out on DVD for a while. Uh, my wife uh, got together with the with the neighbor, and so I was invited over by the neighbor's wife's husband to watch a movie. And we sat down and watched Enter the Zohan with Adam Sandler. Now, the movie itself 
What's Actually, the, mo- the movie's called <laughs> You Don't Mess with the Zohan. Oh, whatever. And why don't I write down Enter the Zohan? <laughs> You're thinking of Enter the Dragon. That's probably it. Well, it was nothing like that movie, let me tell you that. Okay, so don't mess with the Zohan. But anyway, the movie itself was, eh, it was okay. But <laughs> the, the best part of that movie, I think, is the actual opening sequence where uh, Adam Sandler playing this against this as Israeli kind of super soldier basically dismantles this terrorist cell in the first you know half an hour of the movie, which I thought was uh, pretty hilarious. Um, he, he, he was he was totally like uh, all naked on the beach too, like flipping fish and stuff. I thought the the opening of that was quite funny too. That was your favorite part, was it? <laughs> Him being naked, yes. It, it, I didn't have to look at porn that day. Find the pictures on the forums, kids. Um, <laughs> And uh, the, the the next pick I have is essentially a show that uh, premiered uh, here last night on my pay-per-view channels uh, starring uh, Danny R. McBride. Uh, he's uh, this guy you see more and more of in comedies these days, like Tropic Thunder, Pineapple Express, uh, and Hot Rod, and Superbad. And he uh, just – his first episode of the show called um, – pardon me uh, – Eastbound and Down where <laughs> – he plays a, uh, a, a formerly uh, extremely popular uh, baseball player who's kind of falling on hard times. And apparently, as each episode goes on and on, he, he proceeds to fall even into harder and harder times. And at this point, I've only watched the first five minutes of it, and it's pretty fucking hilarious. So I'm, I'm, enjoy- I'm looking forward to the rest of it and future episodes. Okay, well, uh, Christian, you trumped me on one of my atomic picks. One of mine was also eastbound and down, and I had the uh, benefit of watching the entire program, and it is hilarious. Don't ruin uh, it for me. <laughs> okay, they uh, rescue the kid. <laughs> <laughs> now I know what the ending is. <laughs> this, uh, as Christian met, mentioned, uh, this is a program that's actually also. Uh, executive produced by Will Ferrell and Adam McKay of Funny or Die fame. Uh, this is a very funny uh, premise. He actually, the uh, as Christian mentioned, a down-and-out uh, former ball player who now is has to basically become a supply teacher at his former high school in teaching phys ed. So uh, there is also promise of Will Ferrell and other uh, Judd Apatow uh, standouts showing up in cameo roles in other episodes. So I'm in total agreement with my uh, fellow Atomic Geek on Eastbound and Down. Yeah, and but no my... one's going to watch it now since you told the whole entire show for Christ's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> what did I – how did I ruin the show? I know. I'm only kidding. <laughs> uh, and then uh, if Christian will shut up, I'm going to uh, say my next Atomic pick. Uh, and, and I'm sorry. I'd be an asshole. <laughs> okay. My, and my next Atomic pick is – uh, a comic book called The Umbrella Academy, and, and this is written by a man named Gerard Way. T- to uh, some people, he is the lead singer of the band My Chemical Romance. Uh, I am actually not a fan of the band, and I had no thoughts that he was actually going to be a good comic book writer, but he was a pleasant surprise as The Umbrella Academy is probably one of the most innovative and uh, unique uh, superhero comic books that's come out in the year 2000s. Uh, and it is definitely the true successor to Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol. It is uh, got some gonzo storytelling, some crazy concepts, and it is completely, completely out there. So 
Uh, if you are a fan of good comics, check out Dark Horse's Umbrella Academy, which is on Series 2. It is uh, quite the read. So I, I think that's going to be it for us this week. Uh, you can find all the rest of our podcasts on iTunes. You can visit us at theatomicgeeks.com. And as Christian prefaced, you can check us out at our fancy Facebook group. Atomic Geeks, out. You've just listened to another episode of the Atomic Geeks. Visit us at theatomicgeeks.com. Production by Andrew Bloom. Title track by Don't Look Down. <laughs>